Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Manning Publications. If you use the discount code YTFisher at checkout, you'll get 40% off my Docker in Motion course. It is five and a half hours long and it teaches the fundamentals of Docker. Go to howtocowell.net forward slash Docker in Motion to get my course or other video courses and books from Manning Publications. Link in the description below. Hello coders, no guest with me today. What I would like to do is talk about all the things that I'm excited about with web development in 2020 in terms of the new technologies, the frameworks and the languages that we are using. I'm going to be also talking about how I'm going to be using those things as well. The first thing I want to talk about is pretty obvious. That is PHP 7.4 that was recently dropped um, and I'm really looking forward to using it. I must say, I, I do admit that I haven't actually used it yet. And I think, and I'll talk about this more in just a second, but I don't think that I'll be using it in anger in the wild much at the start of the year anyway. But what I'm really looking forward to, there's two things really, and there's more features than this, but there's, there's two things. First of all, there's arrow functions. I can't wait for using those small little code chunks to do lots of interesting things. That sounds awesome. You know, getting it looking a little bit more like JavaScript is pretty awesome. Going from one you know, JavaScript to PHP, yeah, fantastic. I'm really digging that. Also, another thing is this, the typed properties. Now, this, I think, is huge. This is a massive game changer because we no longer have to worry about creating doc block comments that help the ID to discover what kind of properties are in the class. Um, we can actually define the properties when we're actually writing the properties. So we can actually define their data types, which I think is fantastic. And I, I also strongly feel that this is this is going to reduce the amount of getters and setters accessor methods that we actually have. I think that's a, a win-win, reducing code debt and technical debt. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I think that the way PHP is going is something that I'm really excited about. I can't wait to read more about what's happening with PHP 8 and what that might look like. In terms of the frameworks, though, I'm dead excited about Symfony 5. I really am looking forward to the changes that uh, will be coming up with Symphony 5. I'm interested to know what the upgrade path looks like. I'm interested to know how to get from Symphony 4 all the way up to 5, or in cases of some of the projects that I'm aware of, from Symphony 2, if not 1, all the way up to up to 5. And yes, I am aware that would be a rewrite. <laughs> so I'm really digging where the PHP land is at the moment. I'm, I really am excited with that. I'm so glad I am a PHP developer because this is exciting times. This is very exciting times. Um, Symfony is a great framework. Obviously, there's Laravel, um, there's Slim and other frameworks as well. They will all benefit from the enhancements that PHP are having and offering in the next few versions. Let's now talk about why I think I won't be using PHP 7.4 in the wild just yet. This is because I do deal with a lot of, um, let's say, legacy applications. These are applications that are out there in the wild that are using old versions of PHP. Some are even, you know, before PHP 7 times. So, you know, getting them up to PHP 7.4 is going to be a humongous ordeal. Yes, there's discussions and stuff about doing that. That has to happen. Uh, but there is a lot of legacy code out there. And so it's always good to be aware of what's coming on on the sort of the bleeding edge, what's happening. But also you have to be aware that 
not everybody can suddenly update their stuff straight away. There's all sorts of things that prevent people from going up to the latest and greatest version of various bits and pieces. So I think for the first part of 2020, I probably won't be dealing with PHP 7.4 in the wild. However, saying that, what I would like to do is all the how to code well things that I've been building, I would like to push them up to PHP 7.4 as fast as possible. So for example, what I'm doing live on Twitter is that I'm building a PHP object-orientated design patterns course and I would like to push that to PHP 7.4 as soon as possible. I'm waiting for the Mac port to be available and then I can download that on my local machines here and then use that. Obviously, I could also use Docker as well to use the Docker images of PHP 7.4 if I choose Okay, let's move away from PHP because, you know, there's other things that I do. It's not just PHP. Let's talk about Python because there's a big change happening in Python um, and every Python developer should really be aware of this. On the 1st of January 2020, Python 2.7 will hit end of life. That's right. End of life. No more support for for Python 2.7, I nearly said PHP there, for Python 2.7, end of life, 1st of January, 2020. Now, this is actually quite a massive change, and I do hope that everybody who is a Python developer is aware of this and have been in the last year or so working towards moving off of 2.7 and into the wonderful world of Python 3. So there's there's a lot of projects that I'm aware of that do need to be upgraded and this will happen eventually, obviously. And there's a lot of sort of scripts that happen in the background that will be updated too. So when I'm talking about these, I'm talking about the how to code well stuff. There's a lot of scripts that I've got running that happen in the background that are all, all Python. Some of them are 2.7, some of them are not. I would really like to sort of condense all of them into one sort of programming framework type thing, maybe even Flask or just tidy up the versioning at least so everything is working on a common platform because obviously Python 3 is not backwards compatible, which means that if you're juggling Python 2.7 and Python 3 together, it can get quite confusing and quite awkward sometimes. So I just want to say for all Python developers who listen to this, please please be aware that 2.7 is hitting end of life on the 1st of January, 2020. So let's just come away from the backend stuff, the PHP and the Python stuff for just a minute and talk about JavaScript. As a full stack developer, I need to be aware of what's coming along on the horizon. And there are some really interesting stuff happening in the JavaScript world in 2020. Now, a lot of these things that I'm going to be talking about, they're proposals, so they're not really sort of you know, it's not set in stone yet. However, it's going through that proposal status. So one thing that really is crazy is the private fields and private methods. This is, this is incredible. This with, this now allows us to move away from say the, the really complicated prototype stuff and move into a little bit more of a verbose way of creating classes and objects in JavaScript. And I really applaud the way this is happening. We're using like the hash symbol for the private uh, fields and so on and so forth, which I'm digging. I'm really digging. Something though that is is really crazy is, and this list gets crazier and crazier, is uh, the nullish coalescing operator. So, this, I think, is going to reduce a lot of code 
because here we're talking about the double question mark symbol. If you don't know what the nullish coalescing operator is, this will um, check the expression on the left-hand side. And if the expression either returns null or undefined, then the right-hand side of the expression is returned. So you no longer have to check for null or undefined, which is actually quite a long piece of code to check because you you know have to have, have to check the word undefined equals equals, yeah. And the amount of times I've seen that in code is just crazy, right? Just you know, so if we could use just double question mark symbols, that would just make that go away. And I applaud that tremendously. So this is the nullish coalescing operator. Oh, say that enough times when you're drunk. The biggest and most craziest thing that I've seen um, being proposed on the T39 group is the dynamic imports. Now, this just blows my mind. Dynamic imports. So we've all created imports before in JavaScript, you know, importing modules or what have you into JavaScript. All of that is done statically in the sense that, you know, it it's there already. But what happens if you want to import things on demand? Or what happens if you want to import things in, say, a conditional? So perhaps maybe you're checking if there's other things that have been imported or checking what kind of packages or what kind of setup the user currently has or checking for perhaps a user behavior. So checking for a particular event and then importing some perhaps plugin or module or something to do that. This is going to make the code a lot lighter. This is going to make the code um, f just, just I think, more efficient, I think. I, I, I would hope. And this is pretty crazy because this opens up a, a different world. This opens up a plug-and-play world of the web, which I am very excited about. I have no idea what could be used with this, but I'm imagining there's going to be some very interesting stuff, especially for things like mobile applications and Electron apps. That's right. I said the word Electron. I want to be building an Electron app next year. I haven't decided what yet, but that is something that I would love to do. I haven't used Electron at all. I would love to start learning Electron. Maybe there's something I could do for the How to Code Well community. I'm not too sure in terms of a desktop application. Maybe there's something I could do in terms of the tutorials and the courses. I don't know. There's, But I do think that Electron is something that is, is awesome. You know, VS Code uses Electron. Slack uses Electron. It's been proven. In terms of what I'm doing next year, in terms of the technology and the stacks that I'm using, obviously I can't talk about the projects and the clients, but in terms of what I'm probably going to be working on, um, including the stuff that I'm doing for How to Code Well on the live streams on Twitch and also the tutorials that I'm doing in the courses, I probably am going to be working, um, I'm definitely going to be working on PHP uh, 7.4 at some shape or form at some point. Um, but I'm probably going to be working more in terms of Symfony and Laravel than anything else. So, you know, Cake, uh, Yee, I, I don't really deal with those frameworks. Also, I think just in terms of technology, I'm going to be building a lot more APIs, I think, as the time goes on. And I think they will be attached to things like React and Gatsby. So I think really, I, I believe I'm going to be doing more React than Vue. However, if I ever do view, it's probably going to be coupled with Laravel uh, because that's they usually go together quite well. But in terms of React, I'm probably going to be using that more 
because of the Gatsby stuff. And because of the Gatsby stuff, I'm probably going to be working on headless CMSs. And that is incredible. Because if you think about, if you would have said, what are you going to be working on, say, three years ago, I wouldn't have said headless CMSs. I wouldn't have said static websites. So you've got to change with the times, right? You've got to change with the times. And I'm really excited where this is going in terms of the web. I'm really super excited with this technology coming on. If anybody says that web development is boring, then show them this video because this is an example of just small sections of this industry that's changing and changing, in my opinion, for the better. Now, we haven't even talked about Docker. We haven't even talked about Kubernetes or the infrastructure or anything like that or deployment or, you know, moving away from various different deployment strategies. We haven't even talked about the various different methodologies that I'm going to be playing with next year. All of that is just bundled in with all of this as well. And it's just making this whole move to 2020 so exciting. I'm so excited and hungry for all of these changes coming in. Now, I will be doing some of these things on Twitch. So we're doing a, a PHP object-orientated course, as I mentioned before, the design patterns course. I'm hoping to upgrade that to 7.4 as soon as I can. I'll be doing that live on Twitch. I stream most Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday mornings at seven in the morning, GMT, as well as Sunday afternoons at 14.30, which is 2.30 in the afternoon, GMT as well. We have some fantastic coding challenges this month, December. December is a, an interesting coding challenge. It's actually a JavaScript and CSS challenge. So if you ever think that CSS is easy, then take on this challenge. To get this challenge, go to codechallenges.howtocodewell.net and you'll see the code challenge there. Alternatively, do sign up to the Discord server. That's howtocodewell.net forward slash Discord and become a member. You can join for free. However, if you want to become a pro user and have more of a one-to-one -one communication with myself plus the other pro users, as well as being on voice chats with me and the other users as well, um, do consider either becoming a Twitch subscriber or a Patreon. Now, there's two tiers for Patreons. The first tier is to get the access to the pro users, and the other is to get early access to the videos and podcasts that I'm doing. There's a lot of podcasts that are planned for next year. So if you want to hear some interesting interviews with some fantastic, fascinating people in web development, both coders, hiring managers, technical directors, all sorts of people from the industry, on the ground, teachers as well. So mentors and, and just, yeah, some really interesting, interesting conversations. Check them out. That's howtocowell.fm or just say play How to Code Well on either Amazon Echo or Google and it will play you the How to Code Well podcast. Anyway, happy coding, everyone. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye.